Hello, my name is Mercury, and welcome to this new episode of Media Effect. Today, I'm joined by Pancakes and Yessi. How are you? How are you? I'm good, thanks very much. I'm good. All right, today we'll be covering the brand new Marvel Studios show, WandaVision. And, well, we're going to start off with a recap of each episode, starting with episode one. And here we go. I feel like this should be obvious, but there are major spoilers for WandaVision in this episode about WandaVision. So yes, if you don't even... want to hear us, so if you don't want to hear us talk about WandaVision without being spoiled about WandaVision, go watch WandaVision before you this week you hear us discuss WandaVision. Thank you for that commentary. Let's start off with a recap of episode one. Filmed before a live studio audience. The episode starts off with a new Marvel Studios intro. Uh, Detailing certain uh, moments from the MCU's past uh, that aren't the ones in the uh, Phase 3 intro. And then the logo turns into a 1950s version. And then the first shot of the actual uh, show shows Wanda and Vision, who are recently married, moving to Westview. Then we see them in their home with Wanda washing the dishes using her powers. One of the plates smashes on Vision's head. Wanda makes a comment on the durability of Vision's head, probably after Thanos tore off the Mind Stone. Vision then makes a comment about a, about a heart on the, on the calendar on the date of August 23rd. They both they, they both don't know what it means. Wanda is visited by her neighbor Agnes The Vision goes to work. Agnes then introduces herself and makes a comment on how big the house is for only, for only Wanda. And then Wanda corrects her by saying that she is married. Agnes then comments on how she doesn't see a ring on Wanda. Wanda reveals to actors that the heart in the calendar is referring to Wanda and Vision's anniversary. Agnes then makes several comments on her husband, Ralph. Vision's workspace is later revealed and he asks what they do in the company. Norm then reveals to Vision what they do. It's later revealed that the heart also signifies, it's also signifying that they are having dinner with Mr. Hart, Vision's boss, and his wife, Mrs. Hart. Then they make a comment how, about, on how Jones filled this rite of passage. Wanda and Agnes plan the anniversary dinner. Then Vision calls Wanda about the dinner with Mr. and Mrs. Hart. There's a misunderstanding between Wanda and Vision as they both have different ideas of what the dinner would be. The first commercial of the series is shown advertising a toaster made by Stark Industries. It's the first time we see color in the series with the right light coming from the toaster. Vision then welcomes Mr. and Mrs. Hart to their residence. Wanda confuses Mr. Hart with Vision. Vision and Wanda have to make a last minute deal. Meal. Agnes then brings Wanda some food items, and Wanda then messes up the meals and has to improvise by making breakfast for dinner. Something I've never tried. Mrs. Hart asks where Wanda and Vision came from, where th- when they got married, and why they came to Westview. Mrs. Hart then chokes on a, uh, on a strawberry. Mrs. Mrs. Hart looks at Wanda and tells her to stop it. Wanda tells Vision to save Mr. Hart and takes out the strawberry from his throat. Then Mr. and Mrs. Hart leave their home. The episode then ends with Wanda and Vision watching TV with a mysterious person watching them from an old TV. So what do you guys think of the first episode? It was actually pretty decent, but I actually did not understand it at all. Like, the WandaVision way of, of, of the storytelling, it's completely new to me because I've never seen anything like it before. And I admire its uniqueness, but I've never actually experienced it. Uh, I, it's not that confusing and interesting. 
Okay, so Yessi, your score or well, your uh, your take? Well, uh, I don't. This episode, I had readers about it. The up the part of uh, the guy choking and, and the wife saying stop it, stop it, but it ended up amounting to basically nothing. So it was a fun. It was a good introduction to the series, but it wasn't the most eventful episode. Okay, so now I'm handing it off to Yessi to recap the second episode. Well, we're going to into episode 2, Don't Touch That Tile. And the episode opens with Wanda and Vision sleeping. Then Wanda is then wake woken up by a noise coming from the outside. Wanda then reveals that it was just a burn set in the window. Wanda then unties both, be- both beds. Vision tells Wanda to turn off the lights and they go under the carriage. Wonder what happened there. Then the animation intro, which is, is inspired by the sitcom named Bewitched, it shows Wanda and Vision preparing for what the Wasu Talent show. Oh, and just to clarify, this is not the, the intro, this is uh, what happens after. Uh, it shows Wanda and Vision preparing for Wasu's talent show, with Vision playing as the magician and Wanda as assistant. Then both of them go into their respective meetings before Wanda leaves her home. She hears a thudding sound. She then goes outside to investigate and finds a red and yellow toy helicopter with a sword emblem printed on it. She inspects it and is later interrupted by Agnes, which has brought her a pet rabbit, Senior Scratchy, for Wanda and Vision's magic act. Agnes then has a weird interaction with the mailman, Dennis. After that, Agnes takes Wanda to meet Toddy. They go they then go to the meeting. Wanda then meets Geraldine, with them both sharing the thought of not knowing what they were even doing with the meeting. We then see Vision attending his meeting with everyone attending not knowing he was coming. They then start talking about security protocols. The Tennyson share some secret intelligence and then Vision says something completely false. Herb then gives Vision some gum and makes him accidentally swallow. His young self Vision's getting working. Wanda is then shown cleaning up after the meeting with her hating the job. She then tries to speak uh, about uh, about with Dottie, but is skeptical about trusting Wanda with Wanda assuring that her ambition don't mean the people of Questfield any harm. Dottie doesn't believe her and then Richmond appears to the radio that was nearby. When Wanda first the radio, the glass Dottie was holding shatters, making her blood red colored blood. Wanda gives Dottie a white towel to cover the wound and then Dottie leaves. The second commercial of the series plays which advertises a watch named Struggle. The watch is named after Wolfman Born Strucker. I'm not sure if that's pronounced correctly, but I'm just gonna say Strucker because it makes more sense to me. Born Strucker. Then the man who gave Wanda a theater of powers. Supposedly. It then cuts to Wanda at the talent show, where Vision is with Geraldine trying to confront him. 
We should develop leaders with a sort of drunk behavior. We should then use this power to impress the crowd with one that's trying to keep their abilities a secret. After the cabinet of secret mystery acts goes wrong, one that will appreciate the each of the box. When they use their power to get the gum out of patients in a working, when the ambitions act is very giving the word to be the most hilarious act of them all. It is then revealed that Wanda is pregnant. Vision and Wanda hear noise coming from the outside. They go to investigate the man wearing a beekeeper outfit with a sword emblem on it. Comes out of the floor. Wanda then rewinds time and changes the aesthetic of the show from black and white to having color. The mysterious man's choice is heard again after this. So, um, Yessie and Pancakes, what are, you, what are your thoughts on this episode? Well, on this episode, I, again, have more theories that, well, we're kind of half right, well, actually no, uh, but about the raid. They were just yeah. wrong, they were just wrong. We were wrong about the radio, and uh, uh, we thought some secret organization was controlling one, then somebody was trying to help like her. Like AIM. Yeah, and then uh, it ended up not being too, sadly. So, I... When I was first, yeah, when I was first at this part of the series, I found that, I actually found that one that was being controlled so the other way around and being controlled by a, by a random group and the random commercials led me to believe that this was Hydra or any other group like that but it turned out to not to be the case but yeah let's just keep going as um, both of these episodes released simultaneously I want to give my thoughts on them both and they're pretty much the same so that's why I'm kind of bundling them together these two episodes don't really add anything. They are good setups, like yes, he said it. They're good setups, but they don't add anything. They just only set up and not do anything important other than set up. Which I guess the most important things these two episodes did is introduce, or well, introduce the concept of Billy and Tommy, uh, which is fine, but. It, these episodes didn't, don't really matter. They're just like, okay, we gotta put 50s and 60s. So let's just do it in the first two episodes. Anyways, let's move on to episode 3 and its recap. Read, uh, read by me. Episode 3, Now in Color. The episode is in a 1970s sitcom-like um, aesthetic. And the episode proper begins with Wanda being visited by Dr. Nielsen and him determining that Wanda is four months pregnant. Vision is worried about being a father and asks questions to Nielsen about the pregnancy. Vision then then tells Nielsen to keep Wanda's pregnancy a secret, with him telling Nielsen this after Nielsen Nielsen said that he was going on on vacation to Bermuda. Irm is trimming the hedges and goes just a bit overboard and starts cutting the wall. Wanda preparing the room for the babies when she feels the first kicks, with Vision telling her that she's now six months pregnant. Vision names the baby Billy, with Wanda disagreeing with him, with her wanting the name Tommy. Vision then calculates that the baby is going to be born in three days. Vision is preparing to be a father, with him changing the baby's diaper with his super speed, 
rather than feels false labor with them starting to practice breathing exercises. After Wanda feels the false labor again, she starts moving objects around uncontrollably. Christian then approaches Wanda after he says that the whole block is out after what Wanda did. She worries that the neighbors might know that she did it. She starts suspecting that something is wrong with the, with the life she's living. And then Wanda reminds time so he never says this. Wanda then feels uh, a real labor sensation after her and Vision almost kiss. Vision's theory about the baby arriving in three days being wrong. Of course. And Wanda then calms Vision after he gets nervous because of this with the breathing exercises they practice, which is the opposite of what they're supposed to do. The water pipes break because of this. Okay. The third commercial of the series plays with a mom having a tough time living. Can't disagree. The artist is a bath powder called Hydrosoak, which is in reference to the organization, the organization that Strucker worked for. The leaking then stops and Wanda uses her powers to dry the house after the leak. She then feels the sensation and tells Vision to call Nielsen. The phone's being down, Vision has to run to Nielsen's home. A stork is then manifested after this and then Geraldine visits Wanda. When there is a jacket to conceal her pregnancy from Geraldine, with the jacket changing materials after each sensation. Geraldine tells Wanda a story about how she got hired as Geraldine's telling story, Wanda's trying to keep the stork that she manifested away from Geraldine. But her powers don't work on the stork. After Geraldine tells the story, she goes into the room with the crib to look for office supplies. With her thinking it's a, still a spare room, she then notices the crib and then Wanda feels the sensation again, the sensation again, telling Geraldine that the baby is coming. Vision then picks up Nielsen as he is repairing his car to go to the airport. Wanda then lays on the floor and the objects around the house start moving around uncontrollably. After Wanda gives birth to the baby, the house of plastic stops moving. Vision and Nielsen then come into the house with the baby already being born. Vision names the baby Tommy. When Wanda and Vision are about to kiss, it is revealed that Wanda is giving birth to twins and that the second baby is coming. They immediately name the baby Billy and Vision helps with Billy's birth. After Billy's birth, Nielsen determines that both babies are healthy. There's a comment how Geraldine will handle the situation and how she has the capabilities to become a nurse. Vision takes the, uh, Nielsen outside, with Nielsen making a comment on how hard it is to escape small towns and how he won't make his trip. A little something uh, important. Vision then notices Agnes and Herb whispering to each other, making comments on what was happening inside Wanda's house, and is then asked if how, how Wanda gave birth to twins. What? And is then asked if Geraldine is inside with Wanda. I made a mistake there. With Vision saying yes. Geraldine then makes a comment on on, her, on how Wanda gave birth to twins. Wanda then tells Geraldine how she's a twin and her brother was called Pietro. Wanda then says, sings a Sokovia lullaby to the babies. Geraldine then asked Wanda if Pietro was killed by Ultron, with Wanda being surprised to hear this. And it then tells Vision how Geraldine has no family, husband, or home. Dun dun dun. Herb was about to tell Vision why Geraldine was in Westview, but he was caught off by Agnes. When they notices a sword necklace on Geraldine asks her about it. Agnes and Herb then leave the conversation with Vision. When Vision enters, Geraldine is no longer there, one that makes an excuse on why she's not there. This episode ends with a town labeled Westview, uh, with Agnes getting thrown out of a barrier in the town. Dozens of cars then surround her, her being dazed. What did you to think of this episode.
it was pretty confusing because we actually got a first glimpse of what the series was actually like, at least for a moment, because we, we got a bit confused by episode three, but we actually figured it out as the series went on. But it was actually pretty nice. The, the only thing that interested me, however, is that, yeah, the um, as Wanda very notably moved Geraldine out of the complex, she, as she exited, we and we see Geraldine in her in her seventies outfit that she wore to, and during her time in the hex, as as this space is called. However, we see that 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 when things exit out of the hex they revert back to normal. Like in a later episode, uh, uh, a small portion of Sword's base is turning to an, a circus, with swan trucks being turned into ice cream trucks, personnel being turned into circus employees, and the houses being turned into red and white tarps. So my question is, why didn't Geraldine or Monica's clothing revert back from the 70s clothing to the present day clothing? Well, as shown with the space rover in episode I seven, um, things can be changed by the heads and then going back. It's like if you enter the heads, you change, but if you exit it, nothing will happen. Because yeah, but that, Wanda, yeah, but that's because they, they, they explain that Wanda is altering how how those things look like. Interesting. So, like actually materializing new looks using those materials, like how they explain in episode four, or no, not I don't remember how Geraldine's or well, Monica's pants in the heads were made of Kevlar from the bulletproof vest she was wearing. So it's not it, it's not that the that it's new clothing; it's the same clothing with different. With a different look, but uh, that's beside the point. Yesi, well, what are your thoughts on the three? trend of theories that were wrong? Uh, on this episode, I thought that Geraldine was actually the bad guy because pulling me here of the second episode, I thought uh, Geraldine was the person controlling Wanda, and then Wanda kicked her out and. Uh, that was later revealed to be false, but... <sighs> but that's what I thought of uh, the old girl being kicked out. Uh, also, uh, this episode of uh, the Tommy, uh, not uh, the Tommy, the babies, uh, I thought was uh, interesting. I thought they were going to do more with it in the series, but they ended up not doing it. So they just end. Uh, they just let us do things that weren't true. And sadly, they don't exist in the in the universe anymore. So, I we did say there would be spoilers, so you can't blame us. The finale is like four days old, so if you don't have any plus, I don't know. Yeah, I did that very well explained commentary at the beginning to explain it all. Yeah, just don't get mad at us for spoiling this four-day finished series at this point 
So yeah. Like I said, don't get mad for sport for for us spoiling Wanda's vision. Wanda's vision. That Wanda vision would <laughs> yes. Don't get mad at us for discussing Wanda vision on an episode <laughs> about Wanda vision. If you are going to get mad at us, okay, for okay, you can you can stop now. You can stop repeating it. Calm down. Just watch Wanda vision. Wanda vision. Okay. So uh, I don't, we're we're saying like don't spoil uh, this because it's already been out but for four days we say like four days is a lot of time but it really isn't. Eh, eh. I mean, for the, I mean, people who keep up, they already okay. watched it. Um. Anyways, um, this episode for me it wasn't much anything special. When I first watched it, I think I don't like, like even like uh, not even not like witnessing a birth, but like slightly seeing it. I I think it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to me. I didn't watch it, it but birth in general makes me uncomfortable. So. Yeah, that that that's just my take. The first time I I actually had to pause it, I could not watch it. But meh, and introduced Billy and Tommy, which I gotta say, while they weren't the best characters, they were definitely good characters. And they weren't even characters. Hey, you, you, you could say they kind of were. Anyways, I'm gonna hand it off to Yessi to uh, recap. Okay, in episode four, called "We Interrupt This Program," like all all the times the episode has ended before. Uh, well, let's start talking. No, it it ends with "Please Stand By," Seriously? the ultimate enemy. Yeah, it, it ends with well, "Please Stand By," the ultimate. The real villain of, of one division is please stand by, and I will no, not. Uh, and I will not. That. The seven-minute-long credit scenes was the worst. Okay. Anyways, the episode opens before the events of the first episode when Bruce Banner brings everyone back with Iron the Snap. <laughs> Monica Rambeau, returning from Captain Marvel, is brought back by being snapped, as is everyone who disappeared during the snap. The hospital where Monica is located is brought to chaos when everyone comes back. Monica then learns that her mother, Maria Rambeau, survived the snap but died two years later after the cancer came back. Monica then learns that she was victim of the snap. Three weeks, uh, I, uh, this moment was like really, really sad, at least for me, because uh, imagine disappearing. And then when you come back, you thought you think your mother is fine, but she actually died from cancer. So you must feel like really powerless and pretty depressed after that. Three weeks after. Yeah. Okay. Three weeks. I, I can, I three can weeks after everyone is brought back, Monica goes to Sword HU to meet with Ta- with Taylor Hayward, Sword's acting director. Hayward then tells Sword has moved to making weapons to combat supernatural threats. Hayward then assigns Monica to help the FBI with a missing persons case, uh, with 
him telling Monica that her mother believed that everyone's not bad, she's not away, would come back and put restrictions on those agents so that they could be only assigned missions on Earth. Hayward meet Monica to give the FBI one of her drones. Monica agrees and goes to the place where she'll meet with the FBI agent. Monica drives to Westview, New Jersey and meets FBI Jimmy Wolf, returning from Ant-Man and the Wasp. Jimmy tells Monica that the missing person is the Witness Protection Program and that family members had never heard of him. He then tells Monica to follow him to talk to some police officers who say that Westview isn't real and they, that they came from Eastview. Monica sends the drone to investigate the town, then the drone disappears. Monica goes, on, goes to investigate and she is sucked into Westview by the barrier. A day later, Sword has set up a base near Westview and called some scientists to help. One of these scientists is actually returning from Sword, the Dark World the most unknown character the series. She makes a comment on how Sword is not prepared for anything they're about to face after she learns about the other scientists' fears. Agent Monty takes Darcy inside the base and she sets up the ears. Darcy then discovers a high amount of CMBR where she says it's a safe living for now. She then discovers a broadcast frequency and asks for an OTV. Agent Franklin is set to rescue Trudy Fleur wearing a half a suit. It is revealed that he was the beekeeper that came out of the story in episode 2 after being transformed by the, by the barrier. Jimmy tells Hayward that he is not confident about sending an agent to rescue, saying that there is no reason to leave but the barrier does underground. With Hayward believing that there is no reason to believe it does. After not getting any useful visuals, stop laughing could be heard coming from Darcy's workplace. Darcy, <coughs> Darcy explains to Hayward what she did to get this and still not knowing if it's real or not. Hayward then goes to back to Sword HQ. It is revealed that the mysterious person watching Wanda and Vision in the first episode was Darcy taking notes. They start identifying the people in Westview. They discover that Mr. and Mrs. Hart is played by Todd and Sharon Davis, that Norm is played by Avila Stanley, that Jones is played by Harold Copter, that Beverly is played by Isabel Matsuega, and Herb is played by John Collins. <coughs> they then discover Monica, who is revealed to play Geraldine in Westview. Darcy and Jimmy try to send signal to Wanda through the radio in the second episode. It is revealed that the person who was talking through the radio in episode 2 was Jimmy Woo. Darcy called this mission a failure when the radio scene was censored from the broadcast. Darcy and Jimmy are watching the broadcast when Jimmy says that he can't believe that Wanda's mission is having a baby. Darcy asks if Jimmy if he wants to ship, but Jimmy misunderstands this answer. Uh, asking her if she ever wanted to any children. Darcy then says how one that having twins was a twist and then later commenting how she's the best after Jimmy gives her a weird look. <coughs> when Geraldine asks about Ultron, Darcy says to Jimmy that there has never been a reference for Rally Up until now. They notice that Geraldine isn't there and ask where she is and to hear her saying that the barrier is breached. 
It is later shown how Geraldine ended up outside the area with London throwing her out, making a hole in her house as she rebuilt. Vision then goes inside the house, and Wanda sees him as herself, who then tells her the mind stone from his head. Vision says that they could move somewhere else if something was wrong, but Wanda says that she can't and that Westview is their home. The sword agent is back only code. After being thrown out with Monica and saying it's Wanda doing all that. The episode ends with Wanda and Vision watching TV with the babies in their hands. So, your opinions on the fourth episode? The fourth episode, I thought it was when it was like getting really good. But uh, one thing that I didn't like about episode four is the over explanation of everything. But didn't leave place to theories. Like I wanted to theorize with people, but then when the military is introduced, they just say everything that's happening and what's what. And I didn't really like that that very much because I prefer like making theories with friends and not knowing what was gonna happen or what was happening and being left in the dark so I can like be left to my own device to figure out what's happening. So, Pancakes, repeat on episode 4. Like I said, it was a bit confusing. Yeah, it was a bit confusing because we just got adjusted to this theme of, hey, this is a fantasy created by Wanda. This is basically Wanda's vision, but yeah. Um, I think that it's interesting that this was the first episode that did not start with a, with a standard sitcom intro. Like, it actually started with reality. You know, with yeah. the Monica scene and all that. So, to me, this is still the best episode. Um, to, to me, episode 5 was the greatest. To me, episode this episode is the best one. I... I like that they gave these characters that would you think never show up again. Like, uh, yeah, Monica would definitely show up again. But, like, Jimmy Woo and Darcy Lewis. Like, Jimmy Woo did maybe. Uh, even though he hasn't appeared in, a, in something Marvel in almost three years. And Darcy hasn't appeared in something Marvel in almost eight. So. Interesting. It, like and Darcy was pretty forgettable, honestly. If we if we start if we start like, the dark world, like you probably forget about Darcy unless like, the most annoying character in the series. Um, what I like about like Darcy, at least like she grew up like well grew up in the sense that she became much more professional than she was in the Thor movies. I mean. Uh, being upgraded from uh, Jane Foster's intern to astrophysicist is definitely an upgrade that you should really, really get. Because no one wants to be the assistant of Jane Foster. Because why would you want to do that? Because why do you want to hang out with Jane Foster? She just is not a good character in my eyes. Just saying that for some reason, all I remember of Jane Foster was... All I remember of it 
was the, the beginning of Four in the Dark World. I don't know what happened at the beginning, but all I remember is Four using his hammer to go into the real world, like Earth. And his first greeting, Jane Foster just walking to him and slapping him right in the face. That is all that, I remember that's, that's, of her. Exactly. That's Thor the Dark World. Toy movie, sorry. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I that's watched all I remember of her. Until you mentioned them, you know. And I... Well, Darcy being in the Dark World. Until now. You yeah. thought that Darcy was a new character? I did, but until uh, I think a week ago you told me about the tour movies on Darcy being there. And I remember the scene where they were, I think, in the, uh, eating something or drinking coffee. And then I, uh, Darcy was with Jane. That's what I remember at least. Damn. That time you got up with the movies, sorry. Yes, you you, you thought that Darcy was new character. She didn't have to be introduced. Like, she is annoying. Uh, I don't like her. What? In the what? series or the Dark World? WandaVision. WandaVision? I don't even remember the Dark World. Nobody. Who does? I mean, I do because it's so bad. I, I When I sit down and watch bad well, movies, I have to stay I watch bad movies I don't finish them because they're bad understandable but I, when, when I see a bad movie I have to finish Pretty it to bad. see how bad it gets it's comedy heaven so bad it's so bad that you don't want to watch them the only Ragnarok. the only the only good Thor movie is Thor, is like, Thor, Thor not Ragnarok is really yeah. good At least Taika's returning for, for Thor 4, but, you know, sadly, Jane is being, uh, going to be in Thor 4. Wow. How she gets killed I wonder how in, he's like, gonna turn the beginning out. of the movie. She won't get killed. I don't think Thor storyline. Terrible, good character. Imagine, imagine so Taika what he just fires Jane, actor. Imagine, imagine Taika Waititi just fires Jane Foster's actor just because the character is so bad. I mean, Jane Foster was in in, in, in Avengers Endgame for like a second, so. Yeah, but that wasn't directed by them. That was directed by the. No, but Taika was called, like a producer uh, on Endgame. So he had kind of an input because that's that's what they did. <sighs> Because J- James Gunn was a was a producer on Endgame, you know, for the Guardians. Yeah, but this actually should have come. Uh, should already have come out if they didn't fire the real director. No, but uh, Gunn was busy with uh, the Suicide Squad movie. Yeah. That's why. That's why he took a little bit to yeah, do. He was also uh, fired. Guardians Three. Anyway. He yeah. was fired for like, a, like made, a few months. And the Guardians of the Galaxy movies were too good to like. They changed their mind. But I mean, yeah, I think that uh, he got depressed after being fired because he didn't. I didn't think he had the the mind to do Suicide Squad because Suicide Squad was horrible. And I don't know how. To... No, he's doing know, he's doing the sequel like, to Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad is horrible. I think the second one is also gonna be pretty bad. Cause 
You don't, you don't care that James Gunn is directing. You think it's gonna be bad? I can trust him. You don't trust in Gunn. We're now moving on to the fifth episode of WandaVision, which is called On a Very Special Episode. The episode starts with Wanda and Vision having a tough time taking care of the twins, with nothing working at the moment. I'm trying to use her magic to take get them to sleep, but to no avail. And as then comes into the house to help the, uh, to get the babies to sleep, right after Wanda says that they might need help with the situation. Vision then goes out of script, and Agnes asks if Wanda to Wanda if she should just restart. All of them stand confused until it gets resolved. The crying then stops and realizes that the twins have aged up five years with Agnes still being there. An intro uh, inspired by the sitcom's plays. It then goes back to the real world with Monica being asked by Hayward about her experience entering Westview. She's also being tested at this point in time. Jimmy and Darcy go to meet Monica at the med bay to see how she's holding up. She then tells Monica about a briefing, then tells then a doctor tells Monica that something's wrong with the results she got from the test. Monica then gets changed to go to the briefing. The briefing based with Hayward telling them that Wanda is the primary victimizer, and Jimmy giving a summarized version of Wanda's past. Hayward then declares Wanda a terrorist. Monica disagreeing. Hayward then shows footage of Wanda breaking the sword in queue and stealing Division's corpse, or then directing him afterwards. The briefing is later dismissed. It then goes back into Westview, and Wanda discovers the billions army have brought a dog into their house. The boys want to keep the dog, but Wanda says it's too big of a responsibility for them. Vision then comes into the kitchen, and in human disguise because he thinks that Agnes might come over unexpectedly. Agnes indeed comes over with the materials they need to take the dog. They name the dog Sparky and Wanda uses her magic in front of Agnes to make the name tag. To make a name tag. Vision points this out, but Wanda doesn't care. Wanda Vision says to the boys that they can't take care of Sparky and this until they're Right before they age themselves up with, one, with Agnes still being there. It then goes back into the real world with Jamie bringing coffee to Monica and Darcy. Monica and Darcy plan a way to re-enter Westview using a vehicle that Monica is detailing. Monica then calls a area space engineer who would vehicle. Darcy then asks if Monica really wants to go back into the heads, which is what she calls the, as- the Westview anomaly. Jamie asks if the twins have been identified, if Monica is saying that they're real. She then mentions about how Wanda is building a, t- a lot of power. She's able to make props and costumes out of thin air, which gives Monica an idea. Monica, Darcy, and Jimmy then go to the lab and find Geraldine's attire. Monica shoots it with a gun and finds out that it, it's bulletproof. If we're wearing a bulletproof vest before entering the Westview, the hats. Meaning that uh, Wanda rewrites reality instead of making new matter. It then cuts back to the hats with Vision at work. There is even email from Sword uh, regarding the Hets. The people inside think it's a joke, which then unlocks Norm's true identity of Avalash Tandem. With Avalash telling Vision that Wanda is doing all of this and he need, that he needs to stop her. Vision then revitalizes Norm and the day continues. At home, Billy is teaching uh, Sparky 
basic dog training. The boys then ask revisionists, and the one tells them that he's off at work because he needs some time for himself. When I then hear something outside and find a Stark Industries dro- drone from the 80s so it doesn't need to change, entering the heads. Monica then tries to communicate with Wanda, but Hayward orders a missile strike on Wanda. One of them destroys the drone and goes out, out of the head. She throws the drone and has some chat with Hayward, then turns Hayward's men against them before going back into their heads. The fourth commercial this series plays, advertising a paper towel brand called Lagos. This is in reference to the destruction of, the, of a building in the city of Lagos that was caused by Wanda, which then led to the Sokovia Accords so being approved. That part messed me up. And this is when we went damn. Wanda and the boys are trying to look for Sparky. They go to the they go to Agnes' house and find out that he ate some of poisonous leaves and died before Agnes could rescue him. The boys ask if Wanda could just bring Sparky back to life after they tried to eat his up. Agnes asks if she can actually do that. Vision then comforts the boys to the learning of Sparky's death. Wanda and Vision then talk about how Avalash said that Wanda is holding him hostage. Jenen says that he's not to, uh, going to go along with this anymore. Wanda and Vision then start arguing about what Wanda is doing and how Wanda is controlling everything. Doorbell then rings with Wanda saying that she didn't do it. Wanda then answers the door and finds out that Pietro Matsumov from the X-Men movies has arrived at her house. He then calls Vision a popsicle and the episode ends. So what are, you, what, what are you two's thoughts on the fifth episode? This episode most likely had a had Hirohiko Araki as a producer because to kill off a, a dog character in the same hey, episode, that is so Araki no, material. not Yo-Yo. Can you stop? Um, in this Okay, Chuck. Killing off dogs in the same episode, episode uh, material. And Hayward, I don't know why he's being painted as the bad guy. In my opinion, he's not doing anything wrong. He's just, he's trying to defuse a hostage situation where real people are trapped inside by Wanda. And I don't think it's wrong to try to rescue them. Sure, uh, they're killing Wanda. She is holding some people hostage. Well, not some people, a whole town hostage. So I think it's justified. Yeah, for this episode, we think it's justified. That's what you're saying, right? Yeah, for this episode, we think it's actually this episode, justified. The whole series. Just trying to uh, to get to defuse a hostage situation. I mean, I I think I personally think Wanda is in the wrong. Yeah, she is squeaking, but you know, holding real people hostage, even hold, yeah, obviously Wanda is holding wrong. their minds hostage. It's thing wrong. Is, thing is, Hayward's also kind of in the wrong by uh, you know. Revitalizing vision, I, I guess it's all free will. Yeah, and it's, then it's then trans- to kill yeah, like his actions are, are like justified until he dies, vision. Yeah. Until until it fights out that he revived vision. Well, my thoughts on the episode is that it's it's good. Not as good as episode four, that's what, that's what I thought. And what I thought is that we were gonna get uh, a fight between Wanda and Vision sometime in the series. This is as close as we got, which 
is fine, but it's more of a dispute between parents than anything else, really. And I'm pretty sure, and, and Pietro was pretty wasted overall in the series. I mean, he barely did it in this episode. I call Vision a popsicle, which oh, well, it's too literal, isn't it? Yes, extremely literal. Also, uh, no, this from another episode. We'll discuss it when that one comes on. I think it was, yeah, episode eight. Anyways, um, yeah, this this, as I said, it was my favorite episode out of all of them. So yeah, oh, it's pretty much pretty good experience not, and episode. I'm not gonna explain why. Just like yeah, it's good, really good. Yeah. No, 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 first one. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. Uh, I only watched one division once. I didn't recap. Yeah. Well, here's your recap. Anyways, Jesse, uh, would you like to oh, recap? I think episode six was another was another very good episode. Like this line throughout episode four to episode nine was really good. So, I'm uh, starting off with uh, episode six. Well, I'm starting off um, going on episode six. All new, all new Halloween spectacular spooky month. I'm really not sure. It's the spooky month. 1930s, 2006, Tony's fired. And they interplay. I'll start with Billy and Tommy arguing about what Halloween really is about. Then they go check uh, on Pietro while he's asleep. He then wakes up and scares the twin. Wanda then comes in, fully dressed in her Halloween costume. Pietro calls it lame, and Tommy follows Pietro. Then we call it the Halloween where they got typhus, but Wanda seemingly suppressed a lot of trauma. Vision then comes in wearing his Halloween costume. He says uh, to Wanda how there were no other clothes in his closet. He says how Pietro is great with kids, and then goes off to watch over the neighborhood with him going off script again. Peter then says that he'll take the place of Vision. Peter and Tommy then dress up for Halloween with Wanda threatening Peter if he touches him doing something wrong. It then it then comes back to the real world with Hayward telling Monica, Larcy and Jimmy that taking out Wanda is the only one is the only way to stop the hex. After Hayward recounts how hard the last five years have been for Sword, he tells his agents to get Monica, Darcy, and Jimmy off the base. Monica and Jimmy then knock out the agents that were escorting them and sneak into the base. It then cuts to the hex, now in the field street with Westview. Hayward calls the twins demon spawns before looking back at Wanda. The kids return from one of the houses and Pietro takes them to get a lot of candy. Wanda then finds Herb and starts a conversation before being interrupted by reports of someone messing up the neighborhood. With these reports being Pietro, Herb, being Pietro. Herb then says a vision is not on duty when Wanda asks. We then see Vision enter the outskirts of Westview where there is a person with a teenage swoop crying. The first commercial of the series plays with a kid being stranded on an island, starving. He then is visited by a shark that keeps a yogurt called Joe Magic. The kid dies after not being able to open the yogurt. 
what this commercial is referring uh, to is that Washington will die without one magic, which is shown at the end of the of the episode. This ad uh, in one division that was like really dark, and I I wasn't expecting it, so it was just really out of the blue, and I I did like it, but it was like shocking. It cost. It cost the Wanda Maximoff walking yeah. family walking to the streets at night after Wanda told the three to return all the candy they stole. Peter didn't really see only he to serve the plot of the episode and just that episode. The twins later come back after Wanda and Pietro talk. We really got Tommy has super speed like Pietro. He uses it to get candy with Tommy and taking Billy with him. Wanda warns them not to go through with Ellie Fabian before they go off. It goes back into the real world with the group sneaking into one of the resort's camps. Darcy hacks into the sword servers and finds out that Hayward has been tracking Vision this whole time, with him keeping this a secret from everyone else. Vision goes to the very edge of town, specifically Ellie's family, which he discovers that all the residents there are standing completely still. Vision then transforms into his true self and discovers that he is sitting in her car. Against Cell's vision that she got lost with Vision Skeptical. Vision then unlocks Adam's mystery self. Agnes then asks Vision for help, calling him an Avenger. Vision says that he's here to help but doesn't know what an Avenger is. Agnes then asks if he's dead, with Vision just saying no and asking why. Agnes then responds, saying that she asked that because Vision is dead. Agnes then says that Wanda is keeping them from leaving and then loves hysterically. Vision then returns to Agnes into her check self and then Agnes drives away. Uh, this scene specifically like a uh, cut, like everyone thought she was uh, a witch and she was Agatha but then uh, this part like just uh, made us not think about it and she was just another normal person. It cuts back to the real world. World, the vehicle Monica requested is ready, but Darcy wants Monica not to enter. Monica Sailor's tracks have been altered by being exposed to the boundary twice. Monica says she won't give up when Wanda needs her help. Darcy complains, but stays at the base to break through. He works slash firewall and uncover much uh, more secretive files. Monica and Jimmy then drive away. From the base. He goes back into the house with Wanda and Pietro talking about how fun the night was. Pietro then asks where all the kids have been on, up until now, with them not popping up until now. And how Wanda has been handling this very well, keeping people together and all. Pietro is impressed by Wanda's capability and she asks how she did it. Wanda doesn't know how she did it, only feeling loneliness, happiness, and endless nothingness. After locking away the two white tears, she sees Peter and how she probably last saw him. Sammy the cage with bullet holes in him. There she discovers that Vision is right outside the boundary and a project named Cataract. She sends the project to to Jimmy before noticing Vision. Vision then goes through the boundary but it begins to tear him apart as the hacks races pull him back in. Darcy runs towards the sword agents outside telling them to help Vision. Billy hears Vision screaming in pain and uses his newly honed powers to stop Tommy. 
Telling his tracks, the boys run towards Juan Don Pietro, with Billy telling Juan that the vision is in trouble. The Soledadians caught off uh, Dorsey with Vision screaming that the Russians uh, of Westview need help. Juan does where Vision is, but Pietro says that Vision can't die twice. Wanda then throws him some ornaments after Billy tells Wanda where Vision is. She begins to expand the borders. The expansion consumes the entire sword base, including Darcy. It turns the race into a circus. Hayward and some agents escape the expansion and the episode ends. So, uh, your thoughts on episode 6? I just want to give props to uh, the WandaVision producing team for actually doing their research because you know how one division has a recurring theme of yeah doing the episodes after certain decades and this one's supposed to be from the 2000s i i just want to um, to give props to the one division team because they actually did their research and in some scenes you can see billy and tommy playing games but the console they're playing it on resembles a Wii, like a Nintendo Wii. And I just want to give props to them doing their research because it was actually nice. They never actually do any reference to it, but I actually paid attention and, and just did that. I just saw that. All right, this is also a really good episode for me. It's not as good as episode four, but I, like, to me, it's not as good as episode four, but it's really good. It really shows Wanda's abilities in a much greater skill than we've seen before. Plus, it shows that the show doesn't isn't just like a show quality, a TV show. It's not like the kind of bad special effects, but they look as good as they could be. They look like the movies, the special effects, which honestly, uh, hats off to that. They did a really good job. Even though it's, but probably was a lot of money cost. That cost a lot of money. Look at how successful what the witch is. Like it's second to, to the Mandalorian, and you know how the Mandalorian. Yeah, but again, popular it was. No. Thing is, the Mandal uh, it beat it almost. Uh, Mandalorian beats it out by point one, uh, point yeah, zero so one percent. Made. Um. Uh, so I'm or glad like, that that happened. 1%. Uh, it was a really good move for Marvel. And you know what? Probably one division is gonna end up beating the Mandalorian because it's only four days after it ended. I think so too. I think so too. Because that was uh, during, yeah. I so think, I episode think 7 that they released that. It's probably the Mandalorian. Uh, because I think that uh, like 63.5% of people who own Disney Plus have watched WandaVision and 63.6% yeah. of people that own Disney Plus have watched The Mandalorian. So, it's like the, these these two properties are really big on there. And no, these, these are not like, these are not uh, things that, oh, just in Disney Plus standards. These are these are TV shows or like shows in streaming service history. 
the Mandalorian is second is first place and one division is second place as I've looked. I haven't looked any further. But these episodes they they look amazing and this one's no different and to me it was a little bit surprising I some some parts of this episode. Like when I saw Pietro first like with the bullet holes I was like there's no way one that just brought Pietro's corpse and divide him. But then it somehow Evan it somehow Evan Peter's face. Yeah, I made us all think about that uh, just, the that to me that would have made no sense. But well that didn't end up happening. Exactly. They are coming, but they're not being introduced here. Um it, well also with the Agatha thing that moment made me made me like okay so after that I was like okay yeah this this definitely Agatha Harkness but that moment made me realize that maybe it isn't but then again but I, in my mind it, I said but then again they never mentioned her real name like what her name's supposed to be and he responded to the name Agnes so to me it was a 50-50 but then I was like wait why did she change but then maybe it's because Agatha was being controlled by Wanda slightly. Who who knows why that happened? It's still unanswered. But this this is kind of like take like why that ha- that moment kind of confuses me, and that's one of like the things I have against the show. That that moment confused me, and I'm still like wondering about it. It, it it's. That that moment, it doesn't kill the series. Definitely doesn't kill the series, but it makes me think, not a good way. And let's move on to episode seven, breaking the fourth wall. The episode begins with Wanda waking up in the morning after the Halloween episode. The boys barge into Wanda's room after their recontroller starts to change. Billy says that it's very loud in the house, mostly due to Wanda's thoughts. One of them says that she's taking the day to herself after she expanded the boundary of the hens. She goes down to serve herself cereal, but the milk container starts to change as well. Uh, Wanda chalks it up to her being in a bad mood. A modern family in the office-inspired intro plays. It cuts back to the real world with Sword setting up camp far away from the hens. After this. After it stops, an agent sets the broadcast signal has gone dead. They were telling that agent, that agent, that they're launching an attack on Westview. It cuts back to, the, to inside the heads with Vision waking up and seeing one of the sword agents, now changed by the heads. Uh, speaking to him to rehearse with the escape artist, we later find out that Darcy Lewis is the escape artist, only now being transformed by the heads. After Wanda asks if the boys have seen Vision. Billy asked what Pietro said about Vision. Wanda reassures that Pietro they encounter is not their uncle. Tommy asks who he was, and Wanda explains how she doesn't know. After Wanda sits down to watch TV, Agnes comes over. Wanda uses her magic to open the door, as she does not care anymore about concealing her abilities. Agnes says that she got there at nick of time because Wanda was, was about to snap. Agnes then takes the boys to give Wanda some alone time. After they leave, Wanda notices that the house is starting to change uncontrollably. She then changes back to normal. 
It then comes back to Monica and, and Jamie driving to their to, to get their vehicle. When Jamie finds out about Cataract, they then get delivered their vehicle after arriving at their destination. After Vision tracks Lewis down, but is unable to contact her, she then distracts her long enough to unlock control of the identity. They then steal a van and get out of the, her circus. It is then shown. It then shows Wanda's house changing around her. She doesn't know why this is happening, but a disembodied voice tells her that this might be what she deserves. This voice is in fact just Agnes's voice uh, pitched down. The sixth commercial of the series plays, advertising a, depress- a depression-curing pill, uh, pill called Nexus. This is in reference to Wanda being a Nexus-level being, for being able to tap into the multiverse and create and everything from nothing. Now she uses her, this power to cope with her depression upon losing everyone she loved. It then shows Agnes and the boy sitting on the couch. Billy says that he likes it at Agnes's house because it is quiet, most likely because he can't read her thoughts. It then cuts back to Monica getting prepared to enter the hut. After the vehicle doesn't work, Monica goes in by herself after calling after the vehicle has been slightly transmogrified. After entering the heads once more, her cells have transformed completely and she gains some powers because of this. She then runs towards Wanda's house. It then cuts to Vision and Darcy talking about Vision's past and what he has gone through. Vision, however, doesn't remember any of it. Wanda keeps creating in the, in impediments to keep Vision from returning home. After Vision has had enough of this, he faces through the van and decides to fly there himself. I don't know why he just thought of that, but he just... He just did it. Eh, I would have done the same with his powers. Actually, I would have used it for a lot more things. It cuts to Monica barging into Wanda's house. Wanda uses her magic to levitate Monica out of the house, showing her true self to Westview. After trying to slam into the ground, Monica absorbs the impact force upon hitting the ground. Uh, Monica tries to talk to Wanda, but is then interrupted by Agnes. Wanda is taken by Agnes to to her house with Wanda noticing that the twins aren't there. Agnes then says that they are in the basement. When Wanda goes to check, she instead finds a hidden lair with various objects that Wanda has never seen before. Agnes then comes into the into the lair and reveals that she can also use magic. After that, Agnes reveals that her name is truly Agatha Harkness. It then cuts to a song that explains that Agatha crashed Wanda Bush's talent show, made her glitch out, conjured Pietro, and that she killed Sparky. Also, bombshell. Ho! Boom. It then, it then cuts to the credits. Yeah, that was a, a big bombshell. B- bombshell. It then cuts to the credits. After the credits roll, it shows Monica sneaking around Agnes, Agnes's house. After finding a basement door, she is scared by the conjured Pietro, and awesome. then the episode ends. Bombshell. So, your thoughts on this Why? episode? Uh, I, uh, that the last episode, they did shut down the theory of, oh, I guess, yeah, Agnes is not, it's not Agatha. Well, I mean, with the... It got de- yeah. that theory got so deconfirmed like the episode after. Uh, I'm Agatha. I was here all along. I did everything. Well, not really, but, you know. So, uh, this episode was like, really, it was a plot twist. Mm. 
Yeah, it was it was really good. So, I mean, it all of them really good. Maybe some some were kind of not as good as others. You know, you know. You, you know what I'm saying, right? Like yeah. some of them are all of them are good, but they're not as some of them are not as good as others. So that's that's my take on an episode. That's our that's well his take on episode. Uh, seven. So, pancakes. What are you? What's your take on episode seven? My thought on the episode seven is uh, it's actually not that infu- in, it's not that actually entertaining because they revealed the villain way too late. Like, yeah, context here and there, yeah, yeah, yeah. But what they revealed, in my opinion, the villain they got, they revealed it a bit too late because. They said the series is going to last nine episodes. Episode seven, then the villain gets revealed. Seriously? Mm. Like, yeah, it was a bombshell of an episode, and I really enjoyed it, but it was meh. Just meh. Yeah, just meh. Well, yeah, I, I enjoyed the villain I... reveal, but yeah, because it was actually very comedic. They they did they did it like it was a song straight up a well, straight up a, of a Disney film. I did like it, and I did like the. Um, you like this I episode? Didn't mind that it was uh too, that it was late. I think it was good. It, it was good that it was late. It made it better so that like they gave us time to theorize about Agatha, error, Agnes. So I think it was good. What? But. To me, this episode, well, yes, it is good. Uh, the bomb, the big, we all, we all knew that Agatha was Agatha. It was, it was pretty obvious. But I think it was handled like Mysterio, where we were sort of like warming up to Agnes. So when she was revealed to be Agatha, it was some, it was like a big, like okay, like whoa, like you don't, you didn't, you, you don't expect that because. What did they do with Agnes and like and Mysterio or Quentin? Um, it's a they made their characters relatable. They, well, not relatable, but more like you like those characters. And then boom, they're the villain. So, and like, it was like, oh, okay, you don't you don't believe that those people that you've been shown up to now will would do those things. So I think they handled it pretty well. Like the obvious reveal, I think they handled it pretty well. And I got, I, I still got a claim to congratulate uh, the writers of, of Spider-Man uh, Two and and One Division for handling such an obvious twist and still somehow making it entertaining yeah. and, and surprising. I mean, Marvel, Marvel has really good writers, like top tier. But now let's go on to. Ep- yeah. 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 Except like the they probably wasted one all the writers. Yes, except the four one and two writers. All their maybe I, maybe all their I remember. Movies, so they just said, "Oh fuck, we don't have any money left." So they just hired some middle schoolers to write. The, they just hired. They just hired. They just hired the middle We're schoolers the to movie. write a tour one and two. Middle school. They could have hired us and we could have Don't do done a like better this. job. Yes. 
for high school would have done a better job. Steven Spielberg would yeah. have done a better job. Obviously. Episode 8. Anyways, let's move on, on to episode 8. Yes, uh, take it away. So, uh, the, uh, I'm just going to talk about Kyle now, right now. Well, previously on, like, previously on WandaVision or something. Uh, I think it, it was really, it was really the uh, title because the episode talks about what happened previously on One Five. So, it also, can you take it out previously on any series? I just like that, I wanted to say that. Okay. Uh, the, the episode starts with the Marvel logo okay. changing from red to purple to fit wow. Agatha Harkin's aesthetic. The episode begins in Salem, 1693. Agatha is being taken to the execute for practicing forbidden magic. The witches surrounding Agatha start chanting and summon magic to execute Agatha. All using forbidden magic, Agatha steals the life force of everyone, including her mothers. After observing the witch's life force, Agatha flies away. It then comes back to the present with Agatha telling Senor Scratchy that Wanda seems surprised that to see them, to real them. Wanda tries to read Agatha's mind but cannot do to her thoughts not being available to Wanda. Which is why Billy said it was quiet in Agatha's house. After Agatha makes fun of Wanda, act of Wanda's accent, and Wanda asking for the location of the children, Wanda realizes she can't use her power in the lair. Wanda then uses her magic to pull Wanda close. She explains why Wanda can't use her magic, but Wanda seems confused when Agatha explains it. Agatha is confused that Wanda is confused. Agatha then explains why she couldn't use Pietro's heal body. Agatha then explains why she's here with her sensing this place and her having to call her to investigate. She then does a rundown of all the spells Wanda normally casts. She says that these spells are at a level she's never seen before and she asks how she did it. Wanda refuses and tells uh, then, then t- Agatha throws her around the layer. Agatha says that, that she tried to wake Wanda from this reality but she failed. Agatha then plucks out a strand of Wanda's hair and uses it to unlock her past so she can learn how Wanda created the hex. She doesn't try to she threatens Wanda if she doesn't follow Agatha. We are then t- t- uh, taken to the night where Wanda's parents were killed. The family then start watching sitcoms to get away from the harsh reality of Sokovia. As they're watching the sitcom, a missile strikes her house. Wanda and Pietro take cover when it's revealed that Wanda is a probability spell on missile so that, that it could survive and that the missile was not effective. We are then t- t- talking to when Wanda has her powers amplified by the Mind Stone. As she approached the sector, the William came flying at Wanda, stopping at her face. It then opened, revealing true self. As she was exposed to the Mind Stone, she saw a silhouette of an unknown figure. We are then taken to the Avengers compound. It shows Wanda and Vision watching sitcoms together. Vision death talks to Wanda about grief and how it is just love preserving. Wanda then takes Wanda to when she visits Storage View. She goes to Hero's office. She then is shown the Vision being dismantled. She breaks the glass and descends to check on Vision. It is revealed that Wanda did not steal the Vision's body, and Hayward said that to antagonize Wanda. 
After Wanda second vision ambition corpse, he leaves the 4 HP and drives to Westview. Westview before the hex is a depressed town. You see John Collins, Harold Proctor, Sharon Davis and Dennis walk across the street in the prey state. After she arrives at the incomplete home, Vision was trying was going to build for them in Westview. After crying in the blood they bought for the home, she unleashes an insane amount of power. She builds the house and turns Westview into a 1950s style town. She then manages to create another vision using her magic. After seeing the newly created vision, she changes her clothing and look to fit with the reality. They then sit on the couch and watch. After Agatha gets the knowledge she needs, she lets Wanda go, but keeps her children hostage. Agatha doesn't explain what Wanda is. She explains that she is using chaos magic and that she in the Scarlet Witch. It then cuts back to the real world. Hayward goes into a tent to look at white version of Vision being activated, powered by leftover magic and the drone Wanda kicked out of the house. Then the episode ends. So you two uh, thoughts on the eighth episode of WandaVision. Okay, I'm gonna go first. So the eighth episode of WandaVision, I think is actually pretty interesting because we got to see the contrast of the situation. Earlier, I think it was episode three or four, Hayward claimed that Wanda stole Vision's body from SWORD headquarters. But then in episode eight, it's revealed that Hayward just let Wanda in and she just created a Vision. So we find out that Vision isn't actually Vision. It's just Wanda's Vision. Yeah, uh, also, um, and, and I'm not kidding on that. Retcon that we thought uh, Wanda was being create, was created by the stone, but she had her powers all along. So it wasn't that. I mean, technically, it's not a retcon because they explain later that she has yeah, so powers, kind of a retcon, but that but the Mind really. Stone amplified those powers. So, I, I still Marvel technically has no retcons up to this point. To cover similar retcon, I can agree. Pretty sure. I can agree on that. Semi retcon. Semi. Semi. Um, I thought this episode was interesting. Um, I like it when we're shown the past of characters that we've not really seen before. Like, I mean, I I hope in Falcon and Soldier we're we're, we're shown more of like Falcon's uh, past because we we all know about the Bucky's past, but I want to see like more of Falcon's past. So I'm glad to see that they did this with Wanda. And they took this time to develop her character even more. To show her uh, be more human than she is in the films. I'm not saying she's human in the films, but like, giving her this more, these, these layers of character. And actually showing us what her parents look like. And I don't, and contrary to some people, I don't think that Magneto is her parents in the MCU. Like, I don't think Magneto's... What? Who thinks that? Oh, in the comics, Magneto is, is Wanda and Pietro's mom. I mean, I don't... I mean, I don't know. You never know. And that the Maximoff ad- adopted Wanda and Pietro. 
that's comics. It's weird. Huh. But in the comics, Magneto is 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 Wanda and Pietro's biological father, and the Mass Moss adopted Wanda and Pietro. So people think that when Magneto is introduced, maybe they're gonna it's, say that, that it's possible and Pietro since the, uh, the Russell brothers are like making uh they're making the connection from the comics closer to the movies. Yeah, I mean they're the ones that made these like, whole. Or, like, they're they're, they're, the they're giving more movie. aspects of the comics to the movies. So they don't. The... Yeah, I yeah. know. But... Well, they're not really involved in this. Yeah, so I mean they did kind of set. I, they set I, it up, but they didn't. They're not involved. Like... If someone told them that to get closer to the comics, or maybe not, I, I we can't be sure, so we will just leave it at that. Well, now we're sadly moving on to the finale of WandaVision. Episode. episode 9, the series finale. I'm gonna get to that later. The episode begins where the last left off with Wanda confronting Agatha. After the boys try to get away from Agatha's grasp, Wanda uses her magic to push her away. Wanda tells the boys to get to their room. Wanda shoots Agatha once again and then realizes that Agatha is storming at her power. After Agatha proposes a deal to Wanda, Wanda throws a car at Agatha. Uh, that, that moment, when I saw that moment, like, did you seriously pull a pull, pull, uh, civil war on Agatha? She she used the same move on Tony in the Civil War. He's the one. I mean, at least Tony had armor. At least Tony. I had, mean, arguably. At least uh, Tony had armor. Agatha is wearing a robe. I yeah, guess. but <laughs> I mean, Tony could probably just. She's developing her strategy. Her new her strategy now. And just end it, I guess. <laughs> Well, I mean, technically, Akata is stronger than Tony because Tony's dead. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, after this, the White Vision approaches Wanda. After White Vision deceives Wanda into thinking that he's an ally and attempting to crush her head. That's that's different. Very different when giving head. The, the Hex Vision ramps into White Vision. Wanda and Hex Vision start to fight Agatha and the White Vision. After they start fighting, Monica is shown being trapped inside Agatha's house with Pietro. Monica tries to escape, but is kept uh, from doing so by Pietro. As Hex Vision and, Vision and White Vision are fighting, White Vision explains that he is to destroy Hex Vision and Wanda. After this, it is shown Jimmy has been captured by Hayward's men. As Jimmy is stalling Hayward, he steals the throne from the desk without anyone looking. Jimmy then threatens Hayward and is then thrown into a cage. After, after freeing himself from the cuffs, he calls his friends in the FBI to apprehend Hayward. Wanda, Wanda reaches, reaches town and finds Agatha. Agatha then reads some excerpts from Darkhold on the Scarlet Witch. It states that the Scarlet Witch exceeds the Sorcerer Supreme in power and the, the Scarlet Witch is destined to destroy the world. After that, Agatha unlocks everyone's locked away personalities. 
they force Wanda into using her magic to hurt them. She then reverts her the spell and saves their lives. After Pietro explains that to Monica that they're in, the, in his man cave, Monica discovers that Pietro is Ralph's <laughs> boner. Ah, <laughs> boner. The supposed <laughs> husband of Agatha. And that Agatha doesn't live here. Agatha's homeless. Monica removes a necklace from that was used by Agatha to control Ralph and returns Ralph to normal. After the boys see the two visions fight, Billy notices that Wanda is in trouble and that she, she needs help. After Wanda reverses the spell that she used on the citizens, she starts to reverse the heads. It seizes this opportunity to move in on Westview. That man does not know how to not take an opportunity. Thanks to the heads disappearing, Vision, Billy, and Tommy start to disappear too. Wanda then stops the reversal of the heads to save her family. Agatha keeps absorbing more of Wanda's magic as she keeps using it. Then the White Vision and Hayward's men arrive at the scene. The two visions take their fight to the library. After White Vision attempts to destroy Hetz Vision, Hetz Vision says to White Vision that he is not the true Vision. Wanda continues her fight with Agatha while the boys deal with Hayward's men. The boys then unarm the military. How? Monica arrives. Exactly. At the- <laughs> exactly. Monica- yeah, like just, two ten-year-old boys who aren't even real, just poof, demilitarized and experienced like... military force. How? Yeah. I mean, they have power, so they have an advantage. And well, you know, uh, Billy has those telekinetic abilities. Also, fun fact about, about Billy. Um. Uh. His magic is blue like the witches because he doesn't have Wanda's chaos magic. Okay. Which is given to her by my divine stone. That that's something to like to see. That's something that's a cool detail. That he doesn't have chaos magic. Okay. Anyways, nice. um Monica then arrives to the scene and stops Hayward from shooting the boys. <laughs> <laughs> Shooting the boys. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> I mean, Hayward hey, is a child murderer. Imagine if that. How dare he? <laughs> Hayward would have. Hayward is. If it actually happened, just Hayward. Oh. Hayward would have murdered uh, Sparky. Hayward. Hayward. Hayward was a. Hayward was that quiet kid in school he, he never talked to and never wanted to talk to. I mean, they yes. probably couldn't die yes. if they were not real. Yeah. He was a silent no. janitor. No, 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 no. Janitor. Hayward, Hayward, um, Hayward didn't start any school shootings, but he looked the type of kid that Dev would, so no one ever talked to him, no one ever bothered him. <laughs> Anyways, after... After Hayward attempts to escape, Darcy rams them with the van she stole. Grand Theft Auto. Hetz Vision explains how the White Vision is the original Vision and then restores the memories locked away in the White Vision's files. The White Vision then flies away from Westview. The, the Hetz Vision then reunites with the voice. After Agatha twists the nightmare Wanda gave her, she promises to fix Wanda's spell so her family may live, which is revealed to be a lie. Wanda then breaks the nightmare. She then Starts throwing magic at Agatha with her missing some shots. After Agatha has drained all of Wanda's magic, it suddenly goes all back to her and it's revealed that those missing, missed shots were made to ruins to keep Agatha from using her magic. 
Interesting. As all of Wanda's powers on her, she manifests the outfit of the Scarlet Witch. The two witches descend from the sky and Agatha lies on the ground defeated. Agatha tells Wanda that Wanda does not know what she unleashed and she'll need her. Nina says that she'll know where to find her if they need a rose, and then locks Agatha behind and then locks Agatha behind the Agnes persona. The head starts to close as everything goes back to normal. Wanda says kiss her goodbye to her family, which asks what it truly is, and Wanda tells him just that. After she tells him that, the town rescue is returned to what it once was. <laughs> Wanda walks through Westview with everyone thinking of her as a monster. Monica reaches that Wanda, Wanda is not a monster and that she would have brought her mom back if she had Wanda's powers. One of them leaves Westview to go somewhere more secluded. The, four, the first post-credit scene shows Jamie investigating Westview and Hayward being arrested. And Monica is called to meet someone in the theater. The person that escorted her to the theater turns out to be a scroll. Monica asks where the guy is, and the scroll points up. The second post-credit scene shows Wanda living in a secluded home in the mountains of an unknown area. In a secrecy, she is in her astral projection form, practicing the spells from the dark home. She then hears the voices of her children and slams the book shut, and then the series Well, ends. I cried so, on this episode when the uh, vision episode. was playing home with his children. Nine. I just, like, got- I just started crying. <laughs> because, oh no. And... It doesn't matter I that didn't cry. I just felt I a bit of pity because I knew all of them were fake, but um, I just felt a bit of pity because yes, I did. family. You, you, not, you not ugly cried? Yeah, I cried. The ugly baby cry or something? I got him. I got uh, I watched the episode three times. On the on the first two, I I got pretty emo- emotional. And on third one, you said nah. And the third one is didn't care. Like I, uh, yeah, I got a little bit emotional, but like I, I got, at that point, I just got used to it. So it wasn't really anything. Um, I this didn't episode, care at all. This episode was real. It was really good for me, and well, it was a good finale. But it sometimes it had it had its disappointments, like well, Mr. Boner and <laughs> Ralph Boner. And uh, just, I guess Agatha, because they could have done a lot of Agatha. I mean, they still kind of did, but kind of just locking away it with uh, Westview was kind of weird. Anyways, um, so your thoughts uh, on the series overall, and I think the series any other comments you would like, like to get? For being the first Marvel series, it was like really, really good. So yeah, I really like what they did with with Wanda Maximoff's MCU hero uniform suit. They actually modernized it while keeping the comic look, and it was actually pretty nice. Because, hello, who would want to see all uh, all bright red? No, they actually kind of modernized it. They they kind of did like what they did with Ant Man. But yeah, it was actually pretty nice. Anyways, now to my opinion on the series. Like I said, this 
WandaVision isn't about Wanda and Vision. It's just about Wanda's vision of Vision. It's just them living in a fantasy world that they wanted to live in, but in Wanda's head. So it's Wanda's vision of Vision in a series called WandaVision. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, it was actually a pretty nice series to start phase four, I think this is now. Yeah, phase four. Phase four. Phase four. Yeah, it was actually a pretty good series to uh, kind of like start off the series. So, on the Disney Plus, and we went on to Marvel Phase 4, and it was actually pretty nice. Um, yeah, I really like the unique arts, the t- telling of the style, the uh, storytelling style. It was actually pretty nice. Okay, so. Final, yeah, final verdict Wanda's vision of vision. Okay, going full on slam the cinema since there. Um, well, my take on the series is it's really good, and it was a perfect way to, to start off Phase Four. Um, to me, I think it would have been a mistake to start off with Black Widow because, okay, yeah, people like the Black Widow character, but is that really a movie you want to start off Phase Four with? A movie that plays almost no significance. I mean, yeah. Florence Pugh's character from uh, from Black Widow is gonna show up in the Hawkeye series, but at that point, like, who cares? <laughs> so that's that's, yeah. that's the only significance the Black Widow movie has up to now. So I think, yeah, I know and one division sets up H2O. a lot of the Russian MCU in two thousand six. H two O, a unique so, like soda, not only succeeding in conquering the retail market, becoming number one brand in the second, will also be found in the new beverage territory of the light. Well, uh, thanks for the uh, unnecessary comment, Vyasi, uh, but... Uh, I didn't want to hear about a uh, Brazilian soda, but yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Oh, wow, a jinx. Uh, um, <laughs> if anyone would like guess to see how... Guess, guess I have to owe you a bottle of H2O. If anyone wants to see how this, how this series uh, played out, uh, or like how it was made behind the scenes, a... Not a documentary, but more of a, a, a I guess I could. Well, it is a documentary, but a documentary um, specifying how one division was made is coming this Friday. So if anyone wants to see uh, that, then go ahead. Yes, and I am now saying this for the last time. If you okay. enjoyed what we spoke about, one division, go watch one division. I include a comment. You can get H2O at your local So go Walmart. watch one division. Or if you enjoyed you our explanation, you can get our local Econal at zero ninety nine. Goodbye. Well, thank or you. In, or if or if you're in Brazil, anywhere to be honest. Thank you all for joining me on this uh, special episode. Definitely special. Um, so we'll Thanks see you all on the next time. Uh, thank you all for listening to us. Yes, goodbye. Goodbye.